How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. What's going on, bud? Just a just another great weekend in football. Just another another week that the NFL gives us a joyful Sunday of epic games every single week. And it was just another week that, I mean, between setting a new record for the longest field goal, uh, crazy games, crazy upsets with the Chiefs going down, uh, just um, awesome football to watch. And uh, I am glad to say that uh, I'm, I'm not going to wait any further to say this. Uh, I did take home the uh, the co-prize or, or the, the win in, in our first ever uh, pick'em pool and uh, – Said, well, we'll get to I, that. I, I we'll get to, to that. what don't, I said. I, live up, I lived up to what I said I would do. Don't tout so early. We got a lot to talk about. Most importantly, you know, the fans need to understand the commitment of time mm. that me and you are putting into watching football. Oh, yeah. The hours from 1 o'clock till 1130 midnight of just constant watching every game. I mean, the Red Zone channel has my head spinning lately. Well, you know, it's... It's it's tough work. It really is, you know. Uh, it's tough. Someone's got to do it. Hey, got to someone, do it. Someone's got to do it. I I'm glad to do it. You know, it was it was a it, it is it is a it's a great thing to do every Sunday is is to watch oh, that no, Red no. Zone channel. Uh, I did miss Andrew Siciliano this week. I was on the other Red Zone with uh, Scott Hansen. I think his name is uh, mm, not nice. not the same. Ah, not the same. It's not, not the, same. the same. Andrew Siciliano but, is. Is is uh, uh, so much so much better, so much more entertaining. Oh, he's just so enjoyable. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the you know what is nice is going through a Sunday where you don't have a Cowboys game to worry about, so we have that right. all to ourselves on and, the uh, Monday night game. Yeah, we we uh, and, we're, we're not going to get to this Cowboy game today because we are in the midst of going to watch the Cowboy game in in, in a couple hours. Uh, this being yep. recorded before then, so I, hey, I'm giving us the win beforehand. Hope, hopefully, I'm not sounding stupid beforehand, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, either I way, I think everybody picked Dallas tonight, so you know the the the, the pickums are all in. Right. But you know, buddy, I was, I was only one behind you. So before you start, you know, you know, jumping off the building and screaming at the mountaintops, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there, there were some people that had some good weeks. Oh yeah, I know. And we're gonna get into it. We'll recap week three from the NFL, break down all the games, and uh, do our favorite segment and what we got right and what we got wrong. So uh, let's. I, I got a lot of notes. A lot yeah, of notes, we, buddy. We got we got some stuff to talk about. You know. Our, our classic our classic called some games right called some games wrong you know how it goes so let's let's get into it let's recap week three let's run it So let's start with Thursday night football. Uh, Panthers Texans. We had obviously Davis Mills, who uh, I don't even know what to say about Davis Mills. Really, I, 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 <laughs> I nothing, nothing. You, you, you don't. Nothing you didn't, that, you didn't that, see that his Hall of me, Fame career start. Nothing that made me change my mind about him uh, from his his second half stint versus the Browns. Just pretty bad from uh, from Mills. Just the Texans not the same team without Taylor, uh, and the, and the Panthers. I think we need to focus more on the Panthers. It's a it's a lethal team on offense. Uh, McCaffrey yeah. going down obviously hurts them. Won't go on IR, on. so he'll be down, 
done about one or two weeks. I just make a comment? I need, I need to make a comment. Yes. You're going to see a theme this week. Anybody where a sideline reporter said, oh, breaking injury news, uh, this person will not be returning to the game because of this injury was on one of my fantasy teams this year, this week. Yeah, you're, Every you're, you're thing, one of them. You're getting screwed with the fa- you're getting screwed with the injuries. I have actually not had since the season started a player go down with a like a significant player go down with an injury. So, you know, I'm knocking on wood yeah. and 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 staying lucky here, but McCaffrey goes down big for the but Panthers. But all five who went down this week went down in the first couple of plays of the game. Yeah. It's just it's McCaffrey just was well on his way to having a ball ass game and Five points later, I'm stuck with that dud. Yeah, Darnold continues to play very well uh, in that offense. Like, I think we knew that he would shine. DJ Moore is that breakout nope. wide receiver this year. You know, if he didn't have it this year, I didn't know what, when he would have it, and he is having it. I, I like what I see from the Panthers, and they run into the into our Cowboys next week, which should be a, a really good game. Very good. So, uh, obviously, we both picked Carolina. We started off the week nice 1-0, very easy. Um, on your side, what you got right is you said uh, that they would definitely cover the eight. That was easy. You said Sam Darnold would have a great game, 300 yards, no problem. Mm-hmm. DJ Moore would have a great game, eight for 126. And you said Davis Mills would be completely unsuccessful. I think you got all those right. Yeah, on pretty, my side, I game. pounded the table and mm-hmm. told you it was the lock of the week. Mm-hmm. The lock of the week. And it was. So... The win, the cover, the whole nine yards. The only thing I got wrong was I said that McCaffrey would have 35 points and go bonker butts, and unfortunately he got hurt. Otherwise, I'm pretty confident he would have. Yeah, he, he he definitely would have been on his way to a game, and that definitely helped DJ Moore in, uh, in, in fantasy-wise. The only thing I did say is that I, was start, I, I, I started DJ Moore in every league and bench Brandon Cooks because they're my flexes in pretty much all the leagues. You know, I go back and forth. Uh, and try to, to try to, to try to try to fit him in uh, so I can play them both. But I did go with DJ Moore, and DJ Moore was well on his way to way out playing Brandon Cooks. And in the fourth quarter, Davis Mills was just dumping it to Brandon Cooks every time, and he somehow ended up with point two more points. So <laughs> I think that you want. I'll survive yeah. that. Yeah, I did survive. All right, yep. uh, let's get to the Sunday games, and let's start with Washington football team that just didn't stuck it up baby didn't show up against the bills and the bills with two back-to-back impressive wins the offense is clicking uh this was Josh way more Allen. impressive than even the, the dolphin win. yeah the, the the dolphin one they just got out so quick uh got good field position but this was yeah. the offense taking it down the field unstoppable zach moss devin singletary back involved in the offense and then literally every single player involved you had gabe davis early uh, involved. Then you had Emmanuel Sanders with two really good touchdown catches. Cole Beasley had a couple catches. Diggs had a another couple. Good... He had eleven. Yeah, he Diggs had uh, Diggs had a nice touchdown catch. It was it, it was just spreading the ball around. If you started the entire Bills offense, you were probably well on your way to a. To no, a it wasn't Diggs win. who scored. Emmanuel Sanders had two. Oh, they just so look he did alike. Two. I thought Diggs had yeah. had one as no, well. No, no, they, they Sanders was awesome. Yeah, yeah, so so the Bills roll over Washington. Washington, I'm telling you, th- th- this team is is going to underperform this year, and the record is not going to show because this defense is it's it's just not that good. It, it is underperforming, and they're allowing 40 points. Washington can't even score 20 points, like uh, let alone keeping up with a team that's putting up 40. So th- th- this this defense is either going to have to turn it around, or or Washington 
is is not going to be able to compete with the Cowboys because I think they're the only team that has you know the roster that 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 could compete with them in the NFCs. But playing like this, it, it's it's not even going to be close. No, I, I'm. It brings such joy to my face watching Washington just get spanked all over the field against a Buffalo team that the Cowboys don't have to place because Washington came in with the first pay, first place schedule last you know this year. So that makes me really happy. Um, but a couple of things about rights and wrongs. I mean, obviously, we both picked the Bills. That was easy. We both went to 2-0. You said that both McLaurin and Heineke would have good games. McLaurin only went 4 for 62, and Heineke yeah. threw for 212. So, you know, he had uh, two touchdowns thrown and one rushing. So we'll give you the Heineke call. You said Washington would cover the nine-point spread. I thought they you would keep it that. close. And, 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 and you, you told give up 40 me points. To, you told the people to sit Zach Moss. Zach yeah. Moss went nicely for 60 yards rushing, and he you know, pitched in three for 31 and a touchdown catching. So eh, not so sure to sit to Zach Moss was a great call. Yeah, On well, my side, I told you that the Bills needed to show up at home, which they did. I told you Diggs would have a big game. Nope, that was Beasley. I mean, Diggs went six for 62, mediocre. I said Josh Allen would ball out. 358, four touchdowns and a running touchdown. That's balling out. Oh, and oh, crap. I played him in two leagues this week. So, man, that hurt. And I told you Washington and Heineke are overrated. You know, maybe Heineke's not fully overrated, but this Washington defense, I said Chase Young is the only one playing. There's The rest of the defense is not that great. And their secondary is porous. Yeah, it's 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 really not good. And... This this Washington team, you have to remember, also has a first place schedule. So, the, the, this year for them could could get rough, and it could get rough pretty early because well, and just is, go, is goes really to tough. show you, it goes to show you the NFC East is consistent. No back to back NFC mm, East winners in like not, twenty years. Not a chance this year. I can guarantee no. that. All right, let's yeah. get to let's get to Bears Browns in what was oh, probably the most dominating uh, performance, and uh, I I. I never see. I don't think I've ever seen a worse offensive performance out of a team than I than I, I witnessed. You really got to go back. You, you yeah. gotta. You, you gotta go back. I mean, honestly, I I do think the Jets tried to match it this week because they were they were poor <laughs> as well offensively. But every I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever sat down, put on the red zone channel, and 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 they've gone to countless amount of highlights you know like 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 we got to tune into the game uh for the bears and show you a highlight and all the highlights were just justin fields getting sacked over and over again Th- th- that was nine the times nine times so i i just i i'm not gonna judge fields on this game you can't judge fields i mean if you want to say so, play right. bad sure uh th- th- who are you blaming I, I, you gotta blame Nagy. the uh, you gotta blame the coach i mean what 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 was his? What, what did he think was going to happen going up against the Browns' defensive front? Which I think we need to put respect on their name, saying they are probably the best group as a as a defensive line in football. Because between Garrett and and between Garrett Clowney. and Clowney, it, it, it is uh, it is it is really ridiculous. Tack McKinley is is a beast as well. Uh, Owusu Koromoa was in there as well. Had a sack himself. Like this is a dominant defensive front. And what was what was the game plan going into trying to to continually drop back with with no help blocking with a rookie quarterback against those guys? It, it just he never stood a chance and he never had time to throw. 
and and it was just a terrible game plan from the start. And my favorite was one good. of the sacks was Justin Fields running back, and then he ran to his left, he ran to his right, and he just fell down. <laughs> like he was like, "Fuck this, I'm done." Like I just I can't I just can't anymore. Like he looked like he didn't even want to play by the end of the game. And no, I don't blame him. I mean, his offense. Jason Peters needs to retire. A Fuyoli, whatever the guy's name is on the right side, is horrific. They gave him no help with any chip no blocking. That, with tight what, ends, running backs, that's no what help. I, that's what I don't understand is is you, you kept seeing the same thing happen, which they would just say, all right, let's let, let's let our tackles, who we know can't guard J- Jadevian Clowney and Miles Garrett by themselves, but let's let them continue to get beat off the ball and, and, and get our quarterback killed, which doesn't make any sense to me. You're not helping your rookie quarterback. Nagy is... This is this has gone. This is years that this offense has been probably the worst in the NFL. Like like this is continuously with Trubisky, with Dalton, with now with Fields. Like, oh they, come they, on, tell me, tell me, Trubisky isn't laughing his ass off. Oh, I'm like, sure. This I'm is sure he much is. more like, fun in Buffalo. And, and and then people saying that you know Trubisky was the problem. It has nothing to do with the the quarterback. I really do believe you know this offensive line hasn't improved in years. Uh, the 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 running back play with with Montgomery, you know, f- week one he looked fantastic. You know, they they, they can't get a rushing game going now. Uh, the last two weeks, and Allen Robinson, you know, he can't. You know, he he needs to a quarterback and an offensive line to give him time to get the ball out because yep. he's he's not getting anything. And, and there's there's just two no catches. You know, for Mooney, yards. Mooney is Mooney is going to develop as a good player. I don't think he's an, a, a strong enough number two. There's really no other dominant, you know, number two no. secondary weapon on this Marquise team. Marquise Goodwin. Which yeah, is which tough. is just tough. So the I, I think the Bears, what they got to do is either trade for another weapon, uh, get get a, you know, uh, some they offensive, need an offensive line, line AJ. Offensive uh, line. Look, their defense held Cleveland at 26 points and had five sacks of their own. Yeah, right? I mean, the defense Khalil Mack has, actually has played fine. really well. For, yeah, the defense has been has been good for it, 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 for years. It's it's good this year. I it's, I I think it's a, a, it was a this is an offensive scheme problem. This is an offensive line problem. It is. This is a Justin Fields isn't ready problem. This is a lack of talent problem. But to have one net passing yard, one, and the the total net yards that the that the Chicago Bears managed to have in the entire game was 19 yards less than Justin Tucker's winning field goal. That's really bad. Have that, that sink that, in for a minute. That is just, it, it, it's hard to comprehend how how you move the ball so few yards in an NFL game, in a 60-minute yeah. NFL game. All right, it's I don't want to spend any more time on this. The Bears don't deserve okay. any more of All this All right, time. but let, let me go over the, what we got right, what we got wrong, because it's kind of funny. All right, so obviously we both picked Cleveland. So, you know, hey, 3-0. Both said they would cover. No problem there. Um you said that this would be a good game. <laughs> I got to give you crap for that because that game was terrible. You said uh, Fields over 120 yards passing. That didn't even come close. And you said that the Chicago run game would have no success. So we'll give you a, a point mm. for that. I said the Chicago offense would be horrific, led completely into my beautiful hands. I said Fields would be running for his life. I couldn't have been more accurate if you tried. The only thing I you could possibly say I got wrong is I said OBJ would have a big game with nine to, to maybe ten targets, 
Uh, or actually, no, I said he'd have like uh, a breakout game. He went five for 77. So got the rust off. Looked okay, actually. Had a couple of nice catches. But I wouldn't call five for 77 a, a yeah, phenomenal. No, nothing great there. Yeah. All right. Let's go to let's go to Ravens Lions, which was oh. probably the craziest game. Wayne Ryan, if you're listening to this part, uh, you might want to hit fast forward. So so I have some I actually have some things to say about this game, and you know we can talk about the field goal, the you know everyone's seen the delay game, but I, I actually just want to talk about the game itself, and I want to start with the Lions defense, most impressive showed game up. of the season by far. Very showed, showed up. up the defensive line. People you know look at the Lions defense. The secondary is is atrocious, but the defensive line they have invested in over the years. You know it is uh, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a good group of, of players. They got the Acora brothers. They have. Uh, uh, the, I, I'm I'm blanking on the guy from uh, that they got from New England, uh, but but definitely some some guys. Austin Bryant uh, from Clemson is is a, is a good player. They have Alex, yeah yeah Alex Anzalone, saying, uh, Michael, uh, Michael Michael Brockers, Brockers was an off was was in the Stafford trade. Yeah. He's been Nick, a good addition. Nick Williams. So a, a good defensive line, and they showed up. They made. I, I'll be honest when I say this. I don't think I've ever seen Lamar Jackson that uncomfortable in the pocket yeah in his agreed. career he was he, he tried to to scramble on every play and he there was no room to run he would just sit down and get sacked on on a lot of plays so good job from from the Lions defense that's what that's what kept this game uh, uh closer than it was but if you really watch this game Baltimore should have won this that, that by by a by a couple touchdowns this should not have been that close of a game because you have to remember that they were you know they 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 were in the red zone a lot they had uh they had three drop touchdowns by marquise brown which were brutal like in the hands of him wide open he dropped three of them uh three. they had an, and two yeah. were definite touchdowns total touchdowns uh they had they had a uh a, a bad a missed, uh, a missed field goal a missed field goal by tucker um in the beginning which he obviously he redeemed misses. obviously uh redeemed himself a bad interception by lamar jackson so yep. a, a lot of things that 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 they, you know, killed themselves, and it probably shouldn't have came down to that final play. But obviously, uh, Justin Tucker breaking the the NFL record with the sixty six yard field goal that was. But just go back, go back one play. Incredible. You, you had on third scene. down, they sacked Lamar, right? Yep. It was fourth and nineteen. Detroit looked like they, like you said, they had Lamar rattled. He just and the time was going down. It looked like they were, you know. Fine, just keep it in the middle of the field, and he connects with Andrews, and like I'm just like, oh my god, like all right, they're actually going to line up for a kick. I mean, it's 66 yards, so you know they're fine, but just to even get him the chance on fourth and 19 to even be able to go for a field goal was ridiculous. I mean, only the Lions and maybe the Cowboys do that, mm-hmm. and then that kick, man, to hit the crossbar, pop straight up and back and fall over. I, I I'm just. I, I I actually felt bad for every Lions fan out there. I, I really, I, really did. I just immediately thought of dude, people don't like understand that that when that ball's turning and it and we've seen I've seen kicks that have hit the, the the crossbar, but I've seen them bounce you know out. I've seen them bounce and hit the and then hit the one of the uprights and bounce out. Yeah. But like usually the way it, it spins, bounces back. it bounces yeah. back. And this yeah. time, you know, you're, you're talking about. You're, you're talking about milliseconds of the ball hitting the up uh, the crossbar at a certain angle to determine the way it bounces. I mean, just an incredible, you know, th- this is why you watch football, you know. The, you, something oh. new every week, and an incredible oh. finish, and Justin Tucker 
as he should, gets the the NFL uh, kicking record as absolutely. I, so and, obviously and he is, himself as as the goat kicker. Oh, for sure, he is the greatest kicker to ever lived. He now holds the longest field goal. He holds the most accurate field goal kicker in the history of the NFL. And did you know this? He's 16 for 16 in field goals in the final minute of regulation in his career. It's He's that, never missed. That's what you want from a kicker. I mean, you can't, there's nothing better, and there's never been anything better. I mean, no. even Vinatieri, you know, uh, it didn't, uh, it wasn't that clutch, you know, perfection yeah. clutch, but no, just no, not at all. incredible stuff by Tucker. And the Ravens, a much needed win. The Lions, improving, but, you know, just a Full short uh, again. Just a terrible loss by the by the Lions. All right, uh, Colts. All right, well, hold on, I got to get what we got right, what we got wrong. All right, we're we got to move on. We got to move All on. All right, fine. I'm just going real quick. We both got it right. Uh, I said that we actually get that right with the four and so we're four and zero with the Ravens, right? You said that the Lions can't stop the run. That kind of proved not right. You said the Ravens won't be able to pass. They were passing just fine. And Marquise Brown was a. You said should be a flex. And Hawkinson is a must-start every week. Those two definitely did not show I, up to this game. I, I, I will never mention Marquise Brown's name again because I, I, I say his name and he and he does he does bad. I don't mention him because I don't think you know anyone cares about him and he does good. Like he he must listen to the podcast because he must. I, I don't know. I'm the, I don't like talking. What about I him. did love you made the call of the century. You mm-hmm. said every single week a different wide receiver on the Lions becomes the number one guy. This yep. week. Khalif Raymond goes and six for sixty. Go go back and listen to the pre the NFL preview where we talk about the NF. We skip to the part where we talk about the NFC North. I said my favorite addition by the Lions is Khalif Raymond, and probably yeah. no one knew who that was, and I don't think even you knew who he was. I didn't and know. Look, who he was. And look at him, six for sixty-eight. I like it. Yeah, hell yeah, man. The guy's from Holy Cross University. Nobody oh, should yeah. know who this guy is. You didn't watch the, Holy the Cross. The one thing that I. Yeah, the one thing I got wrong that mm-hmm. is, well, I got two things wrong. I said the Ravens would have a double-digit win. They only won by two. And the biggest one I got wrong is I said in every DraftKings, because of the price, a great play would be Cephas. Mm-hmm. Cephas. Quinton's, you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, Quintez Cephas. He had one target and caught one ball for eight yards. Yep, that's why I can't go great wrong job, based on the last great week. Job. Exactly. All right, let's move on to, to Titans Colts. Uh, one, just a game that we could talk about the injuries because there was some some significant uh, ones for the Titans. But AJ Brown on my on my big league. A game that I'm not really looking at the score. Dominated by the Titans. Uh, the Colts once again. Wentz played, which we we, we didn't anticipate. Shocker. Wentz again yeah. was was n- like I, I not not terrible. He wasn't good at all. He was just. The quarterback on the field, I feel like Jonathan Taylor still can't get anything going, and if they're they're going to hand the ball to him ten times, this team's going to go zero and seventeen. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. continues to impress, uh, yeah. six for sixty eight. I like him. I hope Ty. You know, I, oh. I wish for Ty to get healthy, but I don't want him to come back because I like the the Pittman getting twelve targets a game. Uh, Hold but, on, there's an asterisk on Pittman. Mm-hmm. He was so wide open in the end zone for a touchdown and went through it three feet over his head. And, and that's what he should have been. He should have been seven for 75 in a touch. Yeah. Um, for the Titans, they get Henry going 28 rushes, 113 yards. The dude is back. Um, He's a beast. And, and the only bad thing I have to say about the about the Titans, some bad turnovers by Tannehill, uh, which kept the, the, the Colts kind of hanging around in a one possession game. And the only thing that had to do with uh, with injury is A.J. Brown with a hamstring injury himself. He'll be week to week. 
Uh, Julio Jones was shaken up as well. I think he's he's fine though. But guess what? Uh, I have both of them. Just some injury problems for the Titans, but they are this. They are the best team in the division. They will run away with this division. Uh, And the Colts are Colts are in for a rough year. And 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 sadly, I, I don't believe. That this schedule gets any better, where they have to go to their next two games um, at Miami and at Baltimore. So that we no, we we could year. definitely be looking at an zero five Indianapolis Colts team. Just just real quick, we both got it right. We both picked the Titans. Um, my biggest call, one of my biggest calls of the week, I said Naheem Hines. Yep, pick him up, especially for DraftKings. Eighteen points. I like it. I like Naheem yeah, Hines. Ten catches. Ten catches. I, I mean. Yeah, like, he's he's a, he's a he's a shifty you know third down back that they like to utilize. I don't understand why Jonathan no, 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 sorry. is not being used. Sorry, enough. not ten catches. He had ten. five catches for fifty four, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he had a touchdown. Yes, That's but right. uh, I I don't understand the the Jonathan Taylor thing. He was a they had so much success with him last year at the end of the year when they started using him. Um, I don't. Well, it gets it worse. Enough. He was averaging six and a half yards a carry. They yeah. only gave it to him ten yeah. times. I don't know. Uh, I guess the Colts will stay uh, without a win. That's fine with me. Uh, Chargers Chiefs was probably game. game of the week. Probably mm. game of, game of the week in my opinion. I mm. I had a lot of uh, fantasy investments in in this game. Uh, Herbert showed out for me back to back really good games. Four touchdowns, almost three hundred yards. Um, outdueled Patrick Mahomes. I mean Mahomes was good as well, but uh, but had the two interceptions. Uh, Mahomes with a couple more interceptions than usual to start the year uh, than we're used to him seeing. Um, a nice little bounce back game for Clyde Edwards Hilaire, who hits 100 yards after uh, fumbling uh, in, the, in the last game to to give the the Ravens the win. But, but and then the, Mr. Consistency Kelsey with his seven for 104. Yeah. Uh, Hill He's like with the another, only person on my team who scores every week. Yeah, Hill with another lackluster week. But oh, I really terrible. I really, wanna, I really want to focus on the Chargers because the Chargers really turned it around from last week uh, with with after the loss from the Cowboys. Turned it around. They focused more on on Herbert has to pass the ball in this game because that's how we're going to keep up with this chief off chiefs offense. So what did they do? Dish it out to Mike Williams, Austin Eckler and and Keenan Allen. It's all you got to do. Keenan Allen is, 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 is a huge wide receiver, a a big bodied wide receiver that, that just gets positioning and catches everything. And then you have Mike Williams, who's just a bigger version of Keenan Allen. Like he is, he is, has the ability to prop to become a, a, a superstar wide receiver because he has the speed, he has the height, he has the the catch radius. He's, he's, he's always had, had it. it. He's just he never taken that next step. This he is the season. Hurt. Always been hurt. Never never uh, demanded the ball enough. And now we're seeing him break out this season. I mean, just an incredible game. Seven for one twenty two, two touchdowns. I love the the aggressiveness from the Chargers head coach going for the touchdown um, with under a minute just to get mm-hmm. the touchdown. No field goals, no t- uh, no time for Mahomes to go down and then get a couple yards to kick a field goal. So excellent game plan from the Chargers, a huge win. And I think we forget something about the Chiefs. I think we, for, we forget week one against the Browns. If they... You know, they were trailing late in that game. Yep. If if there is no muffed punt by the Browns to give them good field position and then ultimately win that game, we're looking at an 0-3 Kansas City Chiefs team. I, I, which is, I would be, oh my God. Which is pretty incredible. Awesome. So a rough start for the Chiefs. I have no doubts they can recover, but a tough division this year is that AFC West. So the Dude, Chiefs they're are two have, back. Yeah. They're two back already. Yeah, they... I'm, 
they they have to they, they have to tighten it up on defense. The offense is fine. Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, they'll all figure it out. But that defense, man, I am I, I, I'm I'm worried that there is just no there, there's no star player. You know, Matthew is is has his games at safety, but sometimes, man, he he looks like he can't cover at all. So, but just, he's, he's not a cover guy. Yeah, exactly. You know, he he's kind of that box safety. So. There is there's some rough patches on this defense, so maybe we'll see uh, a move or two by the Chiefs. Uh, maybe Richard Sherman coming in, maybe mm-hmm. possibly for the for the Chiefs. But huge huge win so. for the Chargers. A um, couple things. Number one, we both picked Kansas City, so we got our first loss of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, we both wanted to go with the Chargers, but we couldn't we couldn't find that you know that gravitas, mm-hmm. and, you know, that we, we we had to go with it. Um, Mahomes, you said doesn't lose in September. He's lost twice in September now. Wow, it's crazy. Mike Williams, you said is a must start. I said Mike Williams is a must start. Mike Williams is a beast, absolute beast. We said more needs to beef with Austin Eckler. He came out with 16 points, so had a really solid game. But my favorite was I said I'm quitting the show if Byron Pringle outscores Hill. And sadly enough, Byron Pringle did not outscore mm. Hill. But we weren't talking a big difference. Yeah, Ten look, versus three. A, a close, a close little th- uh, matchup. You, you almost needed. You almost yeah. needed a new co-host. <laughs> almost, but uh, uh, Pringle decided to uh, to keep you as the co-host this week. Yeah. All right, uh, Saints Patriots. Can I get some credit? Can I get some got, credit? You, this, this is one for, you're going to be very happy with for taking the Saints, and I, I, I. I I like this. I, I like how this game turned out. What did they have to do? They have to utilize their best player more, and that's what Sean Payton basically said had to happen. 24 rushes for Kamara, 89 yards on the ground. He also had another 3 for 29 receiving, added a touchdown there. Good stuff from the Saints, you know, bouncing back yeah. after week one domination, week two getting embarrassed, and now back Winston again with his little 128 yards uh, throwing and two touchdowns. You know, he might be... He he might finish with under three thousand yards as a as a starting quarterback this year on a on a and have a winning team. record. It, and he it, might have it, a winning record. It might it might be a, a crazy season for him. Uh, what I didn't what I didn't love from the Saints was their their defense. I I, mm-hmm. I think that this defense is is very is very up and down. Uh, I I think honestly you know they obviously scored uh, or, or allowed the Patriots to you know, score thirteen points, but. Running wise, I think it's very good. I think defensively, they have a a, a super. Uh, I think they have a hole there when when what's his name is not in the is not guarding with the other wide receiver, which is Lattimore. So I think they you know they should address they, that. On they, the, they they give up a lot of chunk yards. Yeah, a lot of they play they play very places. They play very cushioned defense um, because they just you know don't they have do? that second they guy. Turn, they turn the ball over. Yep. Right. Mac Jones threw three interceptions. Right. And I mean, for Mac Jones, who's who's pretty accurate and he doesn't really throw the ball, you know, in, into weird places, but they ball hawk. So they give up all this open room and chunk, chunk, chunk. And then as soon as you try to take some, you know, more, you know, 12, 15, 20 yards down the field, they ball hawk and they get that ball. So, I mean, that is really where, you know, the, the, the Saints defense is opportunistic. And, and, What's and, interesting. Yeah. And for and for the Patriots. I'm sorry, but if if Mac Jones is is dropping back 51 times, it, it's just not a good thing. Like that's not what this team's built around. That's not 
who Mac Jones is oh, supposed to be. And if it, hold on, it, it gets worse. He was also the leading rusher with yeah. six rushes for third twenty-eight yards. Where the hell is Damian Harris? If Damian Harris has six rushing or six rushing attempts, I, I don't understand what the, what this team is trying to do. So, uh, I mean, James White got hurt in the game. They brought mm-hmm. in Bolden. Bolden shouldn't even be on the field, right? You have Damian Harris. I would be rushing him constantly, but instead you're throwing a ball to Jacoby Myers, you know, fourteen times. It, it just, I don't know, the game plan, I didn't like Josh Dan, uh, uh, McDaniels, yeah. In McDaniels. I didn't like his game plan at all. As soon as they got behind, I, I felt like they panicked. They didn't. They got away from their game plan. I, I thought that they looked very, very disheveled. And I, just think the, I just think the Patriots, it's just a boring team. There's just not yeah. that much exciting stuff. And their defense I, isn't good enough to be boring. Yeah. You know, when so. the defense was great, you could be boring and win. Mm-hmm. When your defense isn't as great, you you need to you need to move the ball. Yeah. Uh, so we we both we all right. So we, we split. You took New Orleans. So yep. you go to six and one. I went with New England. I went five and I go to five and two. You said uh, Winston would have a good week. If you define a good week as 128 <laughs> yards and two win. touchdowns, good on you. You said Kamara would be a beast. He had 19 points. Definitely his best outing of the year. Still, I need more from him as my number one guy. You said you'd actually see Callaway hopefully show up this week. He, went he scored a touchdown. a touchdown. Oh, my Holloway. goodness. Right Although it was the worst him. throw I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't know what the hell Winston was thinking. Sure he, just fell, was. he fell backwards and threw it up in the air, and then just Callaway just went up and jumped up and got, and got it in the back of the end zone. And then you said that the Saints would you know easily uh, win by three. So y- you definitely had the right calls. You were all over the Saints. You were, you know good on you. Me, I said that the uh, what should I call it? That the Patriots quarterback would have a, a solid game. He did not. I said Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith combined would both be plays combined. They went six for forty. So I I, I don't know, man. I just I don't understand why these guys are not getting the ball eight and ten to ten times a game each. Uh, you brought in two superstar mm-hmm. tight ends to fill the void of Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez, and you don't throw them the ball. Not, what not, the not utilized. Even, even in a 51 passing um, Correct. game for Mac Jones, still not, any, not enough targets for them. No. All right, let's continue with uh, boring game number two. We actually have two more uh, of the Nobody. most... Absolute just games that I had no interest in because too busy watching great games like the Chiefs, Chargers, Lions, Ravens, uh, you know, the, those type of games and some some later ones as well. How about the Giants Falcons in two of the worst teams I've ever seen? I mean, truly just threatening Terrible. my eyeballs of just wanting to pry them out because I have to sit here, watch Daniel Jones, who just is 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 this quarterback that I that I want to I want to personally meet him and coach him because I truly think that Daniel Jones has a good a good enough rushing ability and a strong enough arm to be a, a decent quarterback but he is so inaccurate I feel like when 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 it comes to third downs and 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 key plays where he's got to fit balls in the tight windows he is is so off a lot of the times and that's what happened in this one they they, they kept they they kept not being able to continue drives with uh with with, with any you know uh, uh with any long sustained drives because they couldn't mm-hmm. uh, get third downs. I mean on uh, on third downs they were they were six for fourteen. I mean the 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 Falcons were five for thirteen. So it's two teams that can't you know put together drives. 
Uh, well, and we did. said we said that we said that Daniel Jones should have all day to throw. He was sacked twice, but he had time. Mm-hmm. And you're right; he cannot make the play. You just can't like, make the, I, the the easy no. throws. It's it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's definitely not something that you want to see uh, from a guy that you drafted really high and surprised everyone from Saquon Barkley. Still nothing. Fifty yards. Whoop de doo. Got he got uh, in the end zone finally. Kenny Galladay had four for sixty four. The leading wide receiver. For the Giants, welcome back, Kenny Galladay. If you're happy with your 10 points, uh, congratulations. Uh, and for the Falcons, I have to say one thing and one thing only. Cordell Patterson, congratulations. <laughs> you told me not to pick him up in be- any league ever. Congratulations for being the top target. That is officially the most Atlanta Falcons thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and The Falcons. The guy had the- 16 points. You told me never pick him up, ever, all, ever. All I have to say is the Falcons just beat the Giants, which is... The Giants should be ashamed of because it should be that they're ter- they're all terrible. But I, the fact that we words. both picked the Giants might actually be worse. It might be worse. I mean, th- th- this but, team is uh, sorry. Did I say the Eagles were going to go in seventeen? I meant the it, Giants were going to go in, in seventeen. Hey, it, I, it, it warms my NFC. heart. I had the wrong and, NFC's team. And Wiley, if you're listening, my buddy from college, um, the hundred dollars you could just send it directly to me right now. Yeah, that's. I mean, we always have a bet that the Cowboys or the Giants would have a better record. I'm feeling very confident. Very. I mean, it's almost impossible. Yeah. For, so for while we both got the Giants wrong, the only thing I will say is the one thing I got so wrong and I don't understand it is I said that because the Giants cannot cover a tight end, that Kyle Pitts should have his breakout game. Mm. Three targets, two for thirty-five. Ooh, that that fourth that's the breakout pick. game for the fourth overall pick in the draft. The guy who people were talking about would have Kelsey-like numbers. Mm. Do you know what Kyle Pitts has for the year? Does he have 100 yards receiving? Does he have what? Does he have 100 yards receiving total through three games? He has 130. Oh, big stuff from Pitts. Yeah. I think he has 11 catches for 130 yards in three games. All right. I want to get to – I got to get these boring games out of the the way. Can, can can I rant a little about the Steelers? Bengals Steelers was 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 I saw a Bengals team actually play a very good like a, a solid very, game. One of one of the best of the games. Ball. One of the best games I've seen Joe Burrow play just because how they managed the game. He threw 18 times, he had three touchdowns. They ran with Mixon, he had 90 yards. Jamar Chase is just silencing uh, myself and the haters including that that were doubting him in the preseason. Another two touchdowns, a great Touchdown catch. Joe Burrow proving anyone, everyone wrong by saying, you know, he doesn't have an arm and can't throw deep. He delivered a perfect deep ball to, to uh, Joe Burrow. Boyd contributed with a touchdown. I, I said that I like Great him touchdown. Uh, mm-hmm. this week with uh, with some injuries for the, the Bengals wide receivers. So Bengals, perfect game. Uh, uh, took advantage. Why of, I picked him. Took advantage Why I him. of some mismatch. Uh, I For the Steelers, um, I regret picking them. I'm never picking them again in any game this year. This team is so There's lots of issues. Is so uncreative. It is beyond me. Like Mike Tomlin is credited as one of the best coaches in NFL history. Has never such, had a losing season. Never, never had a losing season. Never had a losing season. Uh, he, he he's won a Super Bowl. He has he has been. They have always had an incredible offense. Last year, they had one of the best offenses before they kind of crumbled at the end of the season. But this is completely worrisome because what I saw was Ben Roethlisberger not throw 40 times, not throw 50 times, 
but nope. 58 times. The guy can barely open it, pick his arm up. He can't walk. He no. cannot walk. There was he a barely play. Throw. There was a play that Ben Roethlisberger, they like, he, he rolled out because, you know, he had to get away from pressure. And he ran one yard for a first down. And he was slower than, than a 400 pound lineman. Like, like he, <laughs> he, he is, he is so, he, he doesn't look at all no. of, of even last year, you know, when, when he was, he was fine, you know, in that offense, but we, I, we are I, stretching the hands of time here. I cannot understand why Mike Tomlin, even going in to the game said, we need to adjust because Roethlisberger is, you know, is, uh, is banged up. We need to adjust. We need to quote unquote, run the ball against a Bengals defense that really can't stop the run. And what do they do? Najee Harris goes 14 for 40 rushing. Now I will get, I know you're going to get to it. I will talk about the receiving, but 14 for 40 rushing. Yep. There's a reason. Nobody blocks ahead of him. There is no line. What are you watching? The line is pathetic. You got to run. Both run and pass blocking. You gotta Do you know why Najee Harris had 19 targets and 14 catches for 102 <laughs> yards? It's because Ben Roethlisberger has three seconds to throw the ball. And in those three seconds, he goes, is Claypool open? Oh, he's not? Okay, I'll dump it off to Najee. Good luck, buddy. It's, There's your wrap-up of the whole game. It's It, it was so bad to watch. I mean, you, it, what summed it up was the, la, was the last drive for Pittsburgh. The game's over, but they're just trying to drive and, and, and maybe score and make it you know interesting for an onside kick. Cool. Uh, but but it was fourth down and ten, and you're expecting you know back drop back maybe an end zone shot, and they throw three yards behind the line of scrimmage to Najee Harris where there is four defenders and he loses a yard. And I looked yep. you know I, I looked at the TV and I was like, yeah yeah that that pretty much sums up the game. I mean you would you would honestly think that they didn't care about winning the game, but every nope. single player and coach had Najee Harris on their fantasy team, and That's right, baby. he had a a very decent game. Besides number number one running back of the week and not being able to run the ball, so impressive stuff from Najee. I said this was yeah. you know obviously it would be his week, uh, but yeah. I thought it would be for other reasons. But the Steelers, so, so you, they, yeah, you picked the Steelers hey. in a loss. I picked Cincinnati in a win. You told me don't play Najee Harris. You're an idiot. You I did not bench. say that. You said, I said <laughs> play Najee Harris this week because he's going to have a great week. You do not put that on me. Twenty eight points without bonuses. Um, on my side, I said Ben would get killed. Ben got killed. And I also said to I probably would bench Claypool this week, and he ended up with an 18 points and on my bench, and I played Will Fuller instead, and we'll get to that. Would, that didn't work out. Yeah. All right. Uh, Moving can, on. Can, can I get one more out of the way? Can I get one more out of the way? I don't even sure. want to talk. I don't think they deserve. They're another team that doesn't deserve for us to be, be talking about them, but that's the Jets. Uh, blanked by the Broncos, 26 nothing. Uh, Zach Wilson. Well, all, you, all you have to know is one thing. Javante Williams would have had the two touchdowns I predicted if they didn't give the ball to Melvin Gordon at the last second. Damn. Yeah. Um, I wanted that prediction really bad. Zach Wilson, absolutely terrible. Yeah. Uh, Michael Carter. Terrible. Terrible. They're all terrible. Everybody on the Jets is terrible except Quinton Williams. He's one of the best players in the league who's stuck on one of the worst teams in the history of mankind. I was so wrong about the Jets in preseason. I thought this was going to be a better team. This team's terrible. And Denver is playing great. I, I, actually, I actually wasn't done. I had one more player. Corey Davis, terrible. Yeah. Because you see the stat line of 10 targets and 5 receptions. He had yeah. 5 of the worst drops I've ever seen. Because, yes, right there, was, there was a point in which there was no football on, which I had to tune into this game, and there was a couple Corey Davis drops, 
that had me questioning why is this guy in the, in the NFL. But Broncos, um, I still am not going to say anything about their projection, about 3-0. That's fantastic. Yeah. Play somebody. The combined record of, of the people they played is 0-9. So three, yeah. the three worst not, teams in the league. We're not uh, worried about that yet. Be, exactly. But beating up on oh, them, which is, which is strong. So uh, the But defense here's the one thing. Here's the one is, thing I'm is, really worried about. Strong. I'm worried about one thing. Noah Font has not been part of this offense. Nope. Not, and not even that's a concerning. Thought. Yeah, that's, that's concerning. That is concerning. But they like to run the ball. Uh, I think the Gordon they Williams. They love their wide receivers. They yeah, I think, I think the Gordon Williams duo is actually pretty exciting. And I think Williams is going to be better than I thought uh, for his rookie yep. year. All right. Yep. Uh, let's get to Next. Cardinals-Jaguars, which was actually a super exciting game to start. The Cardinals obviously pulled away, covered the spread. That was my lock of the week because I didn't understand why it was seven and a half. Uh, but took an early lead. Kyler Murray with, with a scramble touchdown. Kyler Murray had a, a, another very good game, 300 yards passing, had a, had a, had a rushing had touchdown. No, touch, no throwing Yeah, touchdown. no throwing touchdowns, but had a rushing touchdown. Uh, A.J. Green woke up. A.J. Green yeah. woke up, had five for one, 112. Kirk had seven for 104. And uh, gotta love Rondell Moore. The, the week I pick him up has one yard receiving. But we're not going to talk about that. Um, we're not, because that was your big call. You said Rondell Moore would have a massive week. Two targets, one yard. Mm, gotta love it. Hey, don't forget about the run for three yards, too. He would add a oh, touchdown, yeah. was stopped at the one yard, and I may have saved uh, did. Uh, my did. week. But the uh, the highlight of the game was the kick ret- or the, the, the oh. kick six that was yes. returned by Jacksonville. That was Jamal Agnew, Agnew uh, returning the, the, the missed field goal for Prater. That would have been the NFL record at 68 yards and missed it by a— uh, a couple yards returns did, that. Did, did you get the Auburn Alabama field? I did. I did get that. Uh, 13, seven and a half. And then Trevor Lawrence, I kid you not, throws the, I, I will say it right now, throws the worst, worst, the, the worst. worst interception that was a pick six I've ever seen. On a flea flicker. In my entire life. It was a flea fi- yes. flicker that uh, he, he starts falling backwards. He was, and he just chucks it up. He it was terrible. He fell terrible. back and it almost looked like. You know, you're pl- what's that game that, that we all played as kids, you know, where you throw up, you throw the ball really high and you call like a number. And if you catch it, you get that many points. That's what that's what he looked like he was playing. Like he just threw it as high as he could. And it was the worst pass ever. Got pick yeah. six. Cardinals took the lead and the game was over after that. So Cardinals. Yeah. I predicted a 35 14 game and it went 31 19. Yeah, cool. pretty close there. Uh, yeah, look, we were all over this. We were all over everything except for Rondell Moore. We loved Christian Kirk. We loved the Cardinals winning, you know, handily. I, I thought I thought Kyler Murray would have a better game. I, I thought he'd throw three or four touchdowns, and, and it was all on the ground. Yeah, it was a lot. Other than of, that, we both picked him. It was a lot of James Conner this week. We saw him actually be James featured Conner. in the offense. So, uh, Two TDs. Maybe you got to pick him up no, if he's still on, uh, no, on, on no, those waivers. No, I'm not picking him up. All right. Uh, Dolphins Raiders, our overtime game. game of the week, really good game. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, got to give it to him. Played a played a played a gutsy game. He had some some really good throws. Um, a, a, a game tying drive at the end to send it to overtime. Had a had a had a decent game filling in for uh, for Tua uh, Gaskin. Not a Still not a, not another found. great game, but his best game of the year. You know, for thirteen rushes for sixty five yards, um, and kind wow, of involved wow. in the pass game three for nine. Uh, but this was all Gasecki and Waddle. Gasecki and Waddle. I like mm-hmm. it. I like Gasecki getting involved. We thought that Tua, you know, would get him more involved. But hey, if Brissett's got to get in to get him involved, then Gasecki's got to be a, a a pickup at tight end because he is a dominant big, 
you know, tight end that can that is a really yeah. good route runner. And Waddle continues to impress. Just the way he he runs routes and gets extra yards. I really like how he's playing. He's a so, gadget player. Yeah. yeah, he's a gadget player. Definitely. Meanwhile, like Will, Will Fuller over Chase Claypool, my pick to switch him uh, in and out of the lineup, yeah. didn't go so hot. Not not not, not the best there. But the Dolphins, they got out to a hot start. You know, 14 nothing. Raiders. The pick get, six. Yeah, yeah, get the pick six early, early to start it. And the Raiders... Get that safety, which I don't even know what that was uh, by the play. by the Dolphins, which pretty much just changed the entire game. The Raiders get they really it. Did. They get the, the punt. They go down and score. Uh, Carr with 380 yards again, uh, two touchdowns. Looks great. Uh, he needs to start getting the the credit. I mean, he is starting to get the credit he deserves. But yeah. other than Stafford and maybe Kyler Murray and you know Brady, I mean he's he's. Playing as a top five quarterback in this league right now. Yeah, right now to start the season, he definitely is. And I like the way he's getting Ruggs involved. Ruggs is finally becoming, yes. you know, uh, uh, the, the first player. round pick he was. Hunter Renfro continues to be that gadget guy that is, you know, he's that he's a shifty slot receiver who had a, a big touchdown for them. And I think the biggest surprise out of everything is Peyton Barber. Not right. just this week. Last week was the featured running back over Kenyon Drake with Josh Jacobs out. And now they get 23 rushes for 111 yards and a touchdown. He looked really good um, for the Raiders. A couple more catches out of the backfield. Like they, they're they're going to basically go, Josh Jacobs, take your time, buddy. Yeah, take I, time. I think they're better without him. I just don't think that that he provides them with with anything better than than Barber or Drake. So Raiders, obviously, in overtime, Barber, you know, helps them get down, get in the field. I only have range. one issue. I got yeah. one issue, H. Mm-hmm. What happened to my 15 to 19 targets to Darren Waller? Yeah, Waller. what is this spreading the ball around now, crap? I know, I, I know. It's, I know they're playing better because of it, but it's really it's really hurting my fantasy football life. Yeah, and it's tough because if you watch some of the, if you go back and watch some of the game film and kind of watch some of the replays, like Waller on a lot of routes is open, but I think what they try to do is dish it out to, you know, set up Waller for for you know the other plays in. In later weeks, I think mm-hmm. I think you're going to soon start to see Waller have more dominant performance. But I'm telling right. you, he, he is open on a lot of plays. He's a great route runner, and they run a lot of posts with him. But, man, I mean, Carr just likes to dump it to the, the, the slant underneath or the crossing yeah. route underneath him Bra- a lot of Brian times, Edwards so. is going to be a superstar. I'm telling you right now, mark that name down. He is wide receiver probably three on that team. He is eventually, in a year or two, going to be wide receiver one. Oh, you're going with you're going with Edwards after that. After Ruggs just had a really good game, and I'm telling and you, Redford. Edwards is going to be a superstar. All right, I think he's a good player. Uh, superstar. We'll have, to, we'll have to wait to see. Uh, well, my we, huge I mean, not guaranteed, but but my huge, you know, faith in the Rams paid off. Rams, uh, they defeat the Bucks, thirty four twenty four. A dominant performance by the Rams. Absolutely dominant. dominant. They proved that this is the best team in the league. This is the best team in the NFC, obviously. Stafford looked so just, just he could he could sit that back there for for hours. I mean, had no pressure in his face from a, a good Bucks defensive line. Three forty three, four touchdowns, two absolute beauties to Cooper mm-hmm. Cup, and an and an absolute bomb to Deshaun Jackson, who decided yeah, to let, wake up let, and remind everyone he's on the on the Rams. I didn't Dude, let, let's add Deshaun Jackson to a team already with enough weapons that yep. would make your hair go on fire. It, it's it's really not fair. It, it is not fair for the Rams. And Sony Michelle. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. I, I feel bad for Cooper Cup. 
because this league will never get the M- give the MVP to a wide receiver, but he's probably right now playing the best wide receiver I have seen in years. Man, he he is he is just a he's a good he is a very good football player, and uh, yeah. And now you're adding Sony Michelle, who goes 20 rushes for 67. They don't even they didn't even have Henderson in this game, so somewhat of a rushing attack. And for the Bucks, it's kind of the opposite. The defense played really bad. The secondary is is a huge hole for them. They got to bring someone in or make a trade ASAP dude, because dude, every single no one of secondary. them is hurt. No They're secondary. All hurt. They're, they've, they've got guys in there that are like barely were drafted. I mean, it's, right. it is patchwork at best. And when they and play they're not these, getting. They're not yeah. getting the pressure on the quarterback. Where the, I mean, they're exposing that 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 secondary. Right when now. they when they play these lethal offensive NFC teams, they are going to definitely get exposed on the uh, yes. uh, on the pass game. But in terms of Brady, I mean, you look at the the box score: four hundred yards and a touchdown, drop back fifty five times. You know, a lot of that was they just Ran had to pass. You know, they had they had to pass a lot of uh, a lot of times just being down the whole game, but. Evans eight for one oh six. Godwin six for seventy four. He had a rushing touchdown, or uh, or he didn't Which have. You a touchdown said Godwin point. would have a better game. Or than he did Evans. have a rushing touchdown. Yes, I, I I have to I have to point that out because you were right about everything else in this game. So I have to give something. Um, but I do want to point out. I think yes, the secondary is the biggest issue for the Bucks, but I think it's the rushing attack for them. Uh, I I don't think I've ever seen Tom Brady finish as the leading rusher for the Patriots or the Bucks ever and that's not a good sign for finishing nope. with 14 yards rushing um th- this team Leonard Fournette is out somewhere in la la land no I I, I really think that that Leonard Fournette I I don't I don't think he fits very well on this team I really don't no. I think jo- Ronald Jones should be the feature back and I think that he fits much better in what in what they try to run in a you know a zone run scheme uh but Fournette every time he gets the ball I just I feel like he's a definitely a better pass catcher um, for uh, Fournette better than, than Jones out of the backfield, you know, catching passes. But running-wise, Fournette, just, it, it just doesn't look like he, you know, he was the once the same player as, you know, in Jacksonville running the ball. I don't know if it's that he's not the same player or he's, like you said, he's not in the right system. This is a guy who never shared the ball, ball in Jacksonville, really. Mm-hmm. He was out there almost every play. They, he, was the, he was the Derrick Henry-type workhorse. And I think he's that kind of guy who does get stronger as the game goes on. The more he pounds the defense, he he's not going to have success getting the ball four times a game. You're yeah. asking a lot for somebody that doesn't play that type of game. He's not a come in on third down and catch a screen. That's not his game. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And and what we saw, what I'm not worried about is what we saw. We're seeing a similar thing from the Bucks last year. We saw them absolutely not have any desire to run the football. And, you know, Brady passed a lot, and they realized once they lost a couple games, maybe we do need to establish the run, and they're going to establish the run eventually. And I think what will happen is Ronald Jones will become the number one guy just like he did last year, and he had some really good games for them when they just had to run on teams, you know, not just to, you know, keep the the defense honest for, you know, future weeks and not that they're dropping back every time to pass. So I think Jones is, is someone that hasn't gotten anything yet, but they're going to have yeah. to establish a run game, and it's going to be one of them. So I think Jones I'm, should be I'm eating. Guy. I'm definitely eating crow today, picking Tampa Bay and thinking they were the class act of the mm-hmm. NFC because I think that torch is being passed. Yeah, that the, the Rams team is dangerous. It's definitely a dangerous team. Yeah. Uh, the Seahawks-Vikings was another good game. Uh, give me the Vikings Which on that one. we both got one. right. Yeah, we, we both got the Vikings. Uh, it, it was one that I was hesitant on. Uh, Wilson's never lost to the Vikings uh, before this. 
Uh, but he was outplayed by Kirk Cousins, which I continue to say is playing extremely well. His third good game in a row to start a season. Had 320. Has the longest streak in the NFL right now without throwing an interception by mm-hmm. over 50 passes to the guy who's in second. Yeah, it's extremely impressive stuff dating back to the end of last season for Cousins. Yep. 80% mm-hmm. completion rating. I mean, that is that is solid stuff on 38 passes, 300 yards, three touchdowns. He was delivering to Jefferson. Uh, T- uh, Tyler Jefferson Conklin. Was great, too. Tyler Conklin was, was involved as well, 7 for 70 in a touchdown. Uh, yep. And I continue... You know, this from last year when Dalvin Cook went out. Alexander Madison is basically the same running back. He really is the same guy. Like, he, they are both downhill running backs that can put their shoulder in. They're also extremely, uh, extremely fast. Uh, he's a, he's a, he could be a, a starter on a lot of teams. He is an extremely good running back. Listen, I put him in my DraftKings. Mm hmm. And I didn't know Dalvin Cook wasn't playing. I wow. just knew Dalvin Cook had a hurt ankle. I mm-hmm. didn't know that he was officially out. And when I saw that he was out, I was like so excited. And he still balled, and I still didn't win my DraftKings. <laughs> you just got to hit us I with still, that one. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he he is every. I feel like every time that Dalvin Cook's gone down, he has stepped in and, and done really well. So it's definitely a good sign. Love for the, the player. Good sign for the Vikings uh, and yep. for the for the Seahawks. Um, we, it, I said really, DK Metcalf's week. Yeah, definitely. It was Metcalf's, definitely Metcalf's week. week. Uh, Lockett did get hurt um, uh, kind of late in that game. He did walk off fine. I think he'll be, you know, okay for uh, for the next couple weeks. But for for the Seahawks, you know, Wilson, fine. The run game, fine. Metcalf, you know, had a, had a good game. So what's the problem with it? It's really it's really comes down to their defense. Just defense. When, when, yep. when they don't have uh, – I think they're a lot like uh, the uh, – who is I, uh, I think they're a lot like the Chiefs defense. I really do. I think it's it's a a group that that is built on taking or uh, creating turnovers. That's what the Chiefs have have been built on. But once again, not an exact star player. And when you talk about Jamal Adams, yes, a, you know he's exactly like you know the Tyron Matthew, where he's a great box safety, but he just gets lost in coverage sometimes. Like yes. not a good coverage safety at all. And that and that's something we know. But this defense needs to find you know you know. Better upfront players. They don't get. They don't create a lot of pressure. Uh, they only had two sacks on Cousins. Uh, so it, it, it's something that that the, the they will get better, which they did get better last year with the defense because that's what you know. Last year their their defense was was up there with the Cowboys in the worst you know in NFL history. So mm-hmm. I think I think that defense needs to improve. The offense is there for Seattle. I'm not worried about them. Uh, they're a team that that usually regroups. But in that division, losing these out of division games. Um, are gonna are gonna set you back for any of these teams, you know, the 49ers, the Seahawks, uh, the Cardinals, or the uh, uh, well, like, or, or like the we said with the Chiefs. Now Seattle's in last place, two games back. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're three games into the season and already two back. Yeah, and I'm, I'm and sorry, you're, and, you're, and your schedule isn't getting any easier. You haven't played any NFC West teams yeah. yet. All four and, and all four teams from a division. Yes, could they possibly make it? Yes, but it's not going to happen, especially no with, chance. In, in this no one. chance. So absolutely not. You you finish last in this. Uh, you are you're you're done. And the Seahawks definitely yeah. two games behind now. So not a not a great sign there. Uh, let's get to our last game though, in the Packers 49ers, which ended the night off great. Really great stuff. Aaron Rodgers, two back-to-back great games. Uh, really, they just dominated over the top. Um, should have put line. this away early, though. Yeah, rushing. This should have, this should have never been a game. I, I think because that— I can't I think, stand the Green Bay coach. 
I, I just, he drives me nuts. <laughs> He, he goes for too many fourth downs. He doesn't put points on the board when he should. They took too many risks in the red zone. They came away twice without points in the red zone. Like, just stupid plays. Yeah, so the thing, so I understand what, what you're saying about the Packers. So I just wanted to say, you know, Aaron Jones, another good game with 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 20 rushes for 80 yards. And obviously and Adams. boy, Devontae Adams. Obviously Adams with his breakout game of the year, finally scoring a touchdown, 12 for 132 and a touchdown. Just unguardable by any San Fran corner, which they don't have any corners, but of the corners that they were putting out there, unguardable. Uh, but what I what I understand what I understand what you're saying about the Packers, they are an extremely aggressive team, and they're 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 overly aggressive because yeah. on third and short, you saw a lot of you know deep passes for Rodgers. You saw right. a lot of you know over the top shots, which some did pay off, but you know those third and ones, those 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 you know third and threes where you could. Definitely get those yards with Aaron Jones or some slants with with Adams or, or, or Scantling. Yeah. They, they they just didn't take advantage, and we've seen that you know from uh, from them over the last two years. So definitely an over aggressive team, and sometimes it pays off. In this one, they were you know lucky enough to get the win, uh, but th- th- this really comes down to the 49ers defense. It is it is just like Washington's. They were supposed to be two of the best defenses in the league. It's it is not a good defense at all. They have. I was. I was saying this to you earlier. They have two really good players. Nick Bosa is an incredible defensive end, probably a top five, top ten defensive end in the league. And honestly, Fred Warner, who I am starting to be become a huge fan of, might be the best linebacker in the league. He mm-hmm. is a tackle machine. He's all over the place. Yep. He was making some key third down stops and some good tackles for losses. He's an incredible player. But besides those two guys, the secondary is one of the worst in football. And it's not a lot, anything else. There's nothing else that, that excites me um, on the line or from the linebacker group. So th- this defense is, is they, they just don't have the offense to keep up with a, with a 30-point you know, uh, scoring team. So sure. when they, you know, th- this game is, is definitely a, a, an example of how the, the, the 49ers are going to lose because you throw all over them. You dominate with Devontae Adams. You contribute 80 more yards to uh, rushing for Aaron Jones. You're going you're gonna to beat the 49ers because their offense is really focused in on long drives, taking you know half the quarter, running mm-hmm. the ball on first and second down and picking up a third down and short, uh, doing it over again, taking the clock down. Uh, and when they put in those long drives and then the Packers go down in five plays you know, and score, it, it is, it is, it, it, they can't do it every, every single drive, no. go down and take the, you know, half the time off. So... It's an offense that needs the defense to work with it. And when the defense doesn't work with it like it did last night and how it really hasn't all season, and I don't think it's going to get that much better. Uh, so I think the 49ers are in a little bit of trouble. I know they're 2-1, but let, let, let's get to some of those divisional games. I don't think they can – I really don't think they can compete with the Rams um, and the Cardinals. I don't no think, th- I don't I don't think they can. So what's interesting is, I mean, they ran the ball like 19 times mm-hmm. and threw the ball 40 like, yep. that's just not a recipe for San Francisco's yeah, success. Garoppolo cannot be throwing the ball 40 times. No. Definitely not. And, you know, thank God George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk actually started. They found out that where the game was and they showed up to it for the first time this season. So that was nice to see. But on the other flip side, on the Packers side, and this is why that they're why, I don't know why their coach is just completely blanking on my I'm blanking on his name. Matt LaFleur for the Packers. Thank you. Yeah. LaFleur. Right. His game plan. Right. He's pounding Jones. He's pounding Jones. He's throwing the ball to, to Devontae Adams, and they go up 14-0, right? And they literally could have been up like 21-0. And, 
and they you know they got stopped at fourth and uh and on like the one yard line or the two yard line throwing the ball to Cobb right but if you look at the they had nine guys get 19 get 13 targets yep. and Devontae Adams got 18 <laughs> like something's very wrong with this team and somehow they make it work because Rodgers is so damn good and, and Devontae Adams is so damn good but they should have blown this San Francisco team out of the water. They kept them in. They helped. They let them hang around. Kittle and Debo and, and Brandon Ayuk all, you know, played good games. Even Jimmy Garoppolo had a pretty decent game. But I don't like the coaching of the Packers. And I don't like the fact that the 49ers completely lost their identity in this game. Yeah, I I, I agree with both those, uh, both those things from you. And I think uh, uh, the 49ers is more severe. Uh, because this is a team that needs to run the football and the defense needs to improve. And they didn't do either of those things in this game. But yep. it came down to giving Rodgers, you know, thir- 37 seconds. And that's 37 seconds way too much. Uh, y- you just can't do that. I, you know, we've seen it firsthand. Uh, yep. We've seen it countless times where he's done that uh, to our own team in the Cowboys, to other teams. He- he's been doing it his entire career. Uh, and you just can't, you-, you can't, you just can't leave time anymore. It is, su- it's a huge Thing that we just keep seeing in the NFL is you cannot leave more than you know 30 seconds on the clock or else you know you're, you're if it's a field goal game and that's all they need it is it has become way too easy to get 35 40 yards in, in that amount of time so yep definitely no, true definitely um probably a poor decision to score that early when they were really <laughs> you know they, they were really moving the ball pretty kind of, easy and could have had the the ball inside the two Kind of like what the Cowboys did with Tom Brady a couple weeks ago. Exactly. Exactly. So, so so great week, great football. Can't wait for tonight. We're an hour and 20 minutes away from the Cowboy game. But before we sign off, you know, we had a great first week of picks that we opened up to all of our listeners. And, you know, we did say if anybody beat us or anybody, you know, kind of came to us, we would give them a solid shout out. So, AJ, we will impress. You did get 12 wins. Without, we're not going to count the Cowboy game, you know, because it didn't yeah. happen yet. Sorry. It might be 13 wins. But you had 12 wins. Yep. Dylan Jacobs, your sweet mate at college. Shout, shout out to my wins. roommate, Dylan. Shout, shout out. out to the Chicago Bears fan who had to cry all day in, in misery. Right. And because of a bet that you had with him, has to don a Dallas Cowboy jersey tonight for the game. Oh, he'll be he'll be wearing the jersey, but definitely good to see him. You know, he was definitely uh, having a down day after watching his boy Justin Fields uh, sit on the sit on the ground yep. most of the day. But uh, but matches your twelve win total, and you know, yeah, for, let's let's make that clear. Didn't beat me, but we are no, co champions this week with co champions this week. It's fine. Your 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 co host to the right, he was one back because mm-hmm. he picked the damn New England Patriots instead of the Saints. And so I finished with 11 wins. So solid all the way around. We're going to do it every week. Have a lot of fun with it. Dylan, nice job getting the first shout out on the Sports Appeal. And uh, let's let let's go Cowboys, man. I'm ready for the game. Yeah, let's let's not sound uh, ridiculous, but a Cowboys win is a lock for tonight. Okay, fair. See, <laughs> see you guys <laughs> on Friday. <laughs>